Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. I want to welcome you to this uh, Friday edition for Morning Prayer for this August 25th, 2023. Uh, For those that are just joining us for the first time, this is a podcast going through the Anglican uh, practice of morning and evening prayer, uh, a practice known as the Daily Office. Uh, This is a um, set series of prayers and readings that uh, is a way of uh, providing a structure and a framework for uh, one's prayer and devotion life. And I found this was very helpful for me in um, getting my prayer life in order, and I thought maybe it might be helpful for others too, so here we are. Um, I'll be reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Uh, If you want to follow along with that service, you can go to the church's website at anglicanchurch.net. Click on the Resources tab. Uh, From there, look for Book of Common Prayer. Uh, Go ahead and click on that, and then you should be able to find uh, individual links to um, each service. You can also go to dailyoffice2019.com. Make sure you're on morning prayer for today, August 25th. Or if you'd just like to follow along with me as I go through the service, that's totally fine as well. Um, I will apologize in advance. My my voice is not exactly what it should be today, but uh, um, I I know that uh, with the Lord's help, we'll get through it just fine, so... Um, Let's take a moment of silence as we prepare our hearts for worship this morning. So again, this is the uh, morning prayer for August 25th, 2023. This is the Friday after the 12th Sunday after Pentecost. And let's go ahead and begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence, to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, We have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people 
in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins, and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the Venite. The Venite will begin and end with a responsory, and the response is, O come, let us adore him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. The psalm appointed for this morning prayer service for the 25th day of the month is Psalm 119 verses 33 through 72. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall keep it with my whole heart. Make me go in the path of your commandments, for therein is my desire. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to covetous desires. O oh, turn away my eyes, lest they behold vanity, and revive me in your ways. Confirm your word to your servant, and to all those who fear you. Take away the reproach that I am afraid of, for your judgments are good. Behold, my delight is in your precepts. O oh, revive me in your righteousness. 
Let your loving mercy come to me, O Lord, even your salvation according to your word. So shall I answer those who taunt me, for my trust is in your word. O do not take the word of your truth utterly out of my mouth, for my hope is in your judgments. So shall I always keep your law, even forever and ever. And I will walk at liberty, for I seek your commandments. I will speak of your testimonies also, even before kings, and will not be ashamed. And my delight shall be in your commandments, which I have loved exceedingly. My hands also will I lift up to your commandments, and I will meditate on your statutes. O oh, remember your word to your servant, in which you have caused me to put my trust. This is my comfort and my trouble, for your word has given me life. The proud have held me exceedingly in derision, yet I have not turned aside from your law. For I have remembered, O oh Lord, your judgments from of old, and by them I have received comfort. I am filled with indignation, because of the ungodly who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I have thought upon your name, O Lord, in the night season, and I have kept your law. This has been my reward, because I have kept your commandments. You are my portion, O Lord. I have promised to keep your law. I made my humble petition in your presence with my whole heart. O oh, be merciful to me according to your word. I have called my ways to remembrance and turned my feet to your testimonies. I made haste and did not delay to keep your commandments. The cords of the ungodly have encircled me, but I have not forgotten your law. At midnight I will rise to give thanks to you, because of your righteous judgments. I am a companion of all those who fear you, and keep your commandments. The earth, O Lord, is full of your mercy. O teach me your statutes. O Lord, you have dealt graciously with your servant, according to your word. O teach me true understanding and knowledge, for I have believed your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and gracious. O oh, teach me your statutes. The proud have slandered me with lies, but I will keep your commandments with my whole heart. Their heart has become gross with fatness, but my delight is in your law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is dearer to me than thousands in gold and silver. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> the first lesson is a reading from the second book of Samuel, beginning with the twelfth chapter. In the first verse. And the Lord sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said to him, There were two men in a certain city, the one rich and the other poor.
The rich man had met very many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little ewe lamb, which he had bought. And he brought it up, and it grew up with him and with his children. It used to eat of his morsel and drink from his cup and lie in his arms, and it was like a daughter to him. Now there came a traveler to the rich man, and he was unwilling to take one of his own flock or herd to prepare for the guest who would come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who would come to him. Then David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this deserves to die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul, and I gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your arms, and I gave you the house of Israel and of Judah, and if this were too little, I would add to you as much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord, to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and have taken his wife to be your wife, and have killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house, because you have despised me, and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he shall lie with your wives in the sight of the sun, for you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. Nevertheless, because by this deed you have utterly scorned the Lord, the child who was born to you, shall die. Then Nathan went to his house. And the Lord afflicted the child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and he became sick. David therefore sought God on behalf of the child. And David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. And the elders of his house stood beside him to raise him from the ground, but he would not, nor did he eat food with them. On the seventh day the child died. And the servants of the Lord were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him, and he did not listen to us. How then can we say to him that the child is dead? He may do himself some harm. But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David understood that the child was dead. And David said to his servants, Is the child dead? They said, he, he is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. And he went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. He then went to his own house. And when he asked, they set food before him and he ate. Then his servants said to him, What is this thing that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive. But when the child died, you arose and ate food. He said, 
While the child was still alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who knows whether the Lord will be gracious to me, that the child may live. But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. Then David comforted his wife Bathsheba and went into her and lay with her, and she bore a son, and he called his name Solomon. And the Lord loved him and sent a message by Nathan the prophet. So he called his name Jedidiah because of the Lord. Now Joab fought against Rabbah of the Ammonites and took the royal city. And Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have fought against Rabbah. Moreover, I have taken the city of waters. Now then gather the rest of the people together and encamp against the city and take it, lest I take the city and it be called by my name. So David gathered all the people together and went to Rabbah and fought against it and took it. And he took the crown of their king from his head. The weight of it was a talent of gold, and in it was a precious stone, and it was placed on David's head. And he brought out of the spoil of the city a very great amount. And he brought out the people who were in it, and set them to labor with saws and iron picks and iron axes, and made them toil at the brick kilns. And thus he did to all the cities of the Ammonites. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Tedeum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. <clears throat> Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. 
The second lesson is a reading from the Epistle of St. Paul to the Colossians, beginning with the first chapter and the 21st verse. <clears throat> and you who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death, in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him, if indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you, and for those at Laodicea, and for those who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments, for though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Benedictus. <clears throat> Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins in the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the Twelfth Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Keep your church, O Lord, by your perpetual mercy. And, because without you the frailty of our nature causes us to fall, keep us from all things hurtful, and lead us to all things profitable for our salvation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Endurance. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, 
walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge the life-giving spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Feel free to take a moment to uh, offer up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord. You can you can pause this podcast to, uh, to do so, and when you're ready, come back in and we'll uh, say the general thanksgiving together. Let us offer God thanks for every blessing in the words of the general thanksgiving. Let us pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. Well, that brings morning prayer to a close here on this Friday. Thank you so much for taking that time to pray with me and go through this service together um, I'd love to hear your feedback on this podcast, on this service uh, also any questions you may have, any prayer requests you may have um, whatever however you'd like to uh, to comment I'd, I'd love to hear from you um, you can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com 
You can also reach me on X, I guess it's called now, at Common Prayer 419 uh, the website formerly known as Twitter. Um, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening, uh, whether that's on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Amazon, uh, wherever you happen to be listening. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to to listen to this podcast, to pray along with me. Um, be sure to give it a, a good rating, a good review if you can. Just I know that helps um, to make this podcast more visible for others so that they can also partake in this. Uh, don't forget, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern today, we'll have evening prayer up. I publish on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So I publish this podcast um, 8 a.m. Eastern for morning prayer, 5 p.m. Eastern for evening prayer. So uh, be sure not to miss a service just to get that um, consistency that we've been talking about, right? So in any case, we'll go ahead and wrap things up for today uh, for this uh, morning prayer. This has been Common Prayer. Again, my name is Craig Kelly, and thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you next time.